you ready? <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Another Fitness Podcast with me, Finn, and my co-host Becky. Um, today we're going to talk about how to eat, how to eat, how to hate exercise less. Um, on the last episode, we talked about anxiety and how to overcome gym anxiety, and based on some of the feedback, that went down pretty well. So we're going to talk about today how to hate exercise less. So, first question: Do you hate exercise? No. Have you ever hated exercise? Um, I think so. Not as far back as I can remember. Not even when you were a kid. Yeah, my mum used to try and make us walk to school, and we used to pray for raindrops out of the sky so she'd drive us. Do you like dodge pee in school and stuff? Oh no, I liked pee at school. Still my walk. Oh, so you mean because of the weather, so it was the weather really, not the exercise? No, it was because it was a mile down the road. And you were lazy. And you have to get up early if you want more, don't you? Yeah. Um, no, I've always liked doing sports and pee. And I tried GCSE pee when I was at school and it just blew my mind a little bit with all the bones and stuff. Yeah, so you're I did fitness. You're going to have to talk a bit louder. Pardon? You're going to have to talk a bit louder. You're going to have to turn your mic on. <laughs> I just see you speaking quite quiet, really. Am I? Yeah. If you're not noticed, we're in a different location today, so we're actually at your mum and dad's now, aren't we? Where Maybe you know? it's so not quiet. Maybe the, the room is just way bigger. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, but <laughs> we'll see if you can hear us. You'll have to let us know. If not, then this well, is going to be a waste of time. I don't know. Time, you can't see this, but what I can see is some very, very green lines. There you go. Yeah, extra, extra that green. In fact, it's going yeah. red, which says... It's I'm not too quiet, you're too loud, <coughs> okay, I'll, Luke. Okay, I'll be quiet then. Because you're making it red. So, you, anyway. Sorry, uh, well, after I got rudely interrupted. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just reminding you to talk a bit louder so people can hear. I can, can see eat. the green. <laughs> okay, we, we've established that the volume is... Okay. What's that? Is that my hair? I could just see that piece. There we go. That was rude, right? <laughs> oh, was I saying? About uh, when hating we did, the rain and exercise? No, I said when we did, at school, we went to GCSEPE and then it was all about, wasn't about doing fitness and stuff, it was about winning the bones and muscles and I wasn't really interested. Well, that. that's the academic side, isn't it? The practical side, did you enjoy? So I swapped into fitness. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and then you enjoyed that? We went, yeah, we skipped to the gym for two hours. We had a gym at school. So we do a double lesson in the gym and put Jeremy Kyle on the telly. And Jeremy that. Kyle. Yeah. Throwback. I know. Um, and we used to on walks down Nablesley Pool. So my school wasn't far from there, to be fair. We used to walk, I think, down some cut through from my school, round that pool and back up again and we'd back to the end of the day. That was with his teacher. So what you, your answer, your long-winded answer to the question is you've not really ever hated exercise. All I can hear there is I want to do this podcast on my own. No, I'm just winding you up, really. Um, no, I've never hated exercise. No? No. That's quite normal for a lot of people, so I'm the same, really, pretty much. So from being a child to being a teenager to being now an adult, there's never really been a time in my life that I've hated exercise. Um, there is some versions of exercise that I don't like and some that I do, but I've always found something that mm. I enjoyed even from a kid, whether that was certain, I preferred certain things in PE at school and then 
I did different sports, whether it be football. I was never amazing at football. That wasn't ever my favourite, which it is for a lot of lads, but um, bits of boxing, then getting into the gym and weight training. I always kind of did different stuff and I was never... Um, I was always quite an athletic child, really. And compared to any of my siblings, really, they, they I've got three, three siblings who I grew up with and they weren't athletic at all. Maybe my brother's a little bit of football, but... None of my family was athletic at all, really. No, but yeah, other than my dad, who who was athletic. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I never really hated exercise. And some people don't like. Some people are similar to us in the sense that they've always kind of done it. It's always been part of your life. So I do hate that running. Yeah, I've decided. Yeah, I like running. I do like running, not massively long distance. But you're not a fan, are you? Even like, I don't mind like a five k distance. Anything mm. more than that's a bit boring. To and me. I tried to make myself like it, so. Five, six years ago, maybe even more than that. I used to go to the running club with Biddulph down there and he's got run they're like five mile runs every Tuesday and Thursday. They do about so five, five miles. Mile, like, five miles like about seven K, yeah. So they used to do five miles. And they were all right to fair, but I just everyone used to say like if you if you keep doing it it gets easier. Like the more you do it gets easier. You get fitter, it gets easier. They kept saying this, but there I was three months down the line running twice a week, five to miles. To be fair, that's something and it I did say. not get easier. That is something I say to clients as well. Oh, you're lying. I don't say it gets easier. I like the exercise doesn't get easier because a lot of PTs or people in the fitness industry will say, it never gets easier. What's the cheesy quote? It never gets easier. You just get fitter or something like that. Anyway, but it does get easier in the sense that you become better at it. No, see, that didn't happen. I ran twice a week. What? So you never improve your speed months. or your fitness or anything like that? Surely no, what you got I'm saying better. is sometimes it was a bit quicker, maybe, but there were different routes, so you can't really compare oh, because wow. the terrain was different. But every single run I went on hurt. I would breathe like you should see them at the beginning. They just they fly off and they finish before we even got halfway, and they just find it so easy. They are like built for running. And I'm there in the back group. I've got stitch in this side. Like my foot's hurting. My hands are going puffy and swollen because it's killing me that much. And it was exactly the same from the beginning to three months later when I've been doing it twice a week. And you'd think, wouldn't you? Twelve weeks later. That's before you went to the gym or anything. Any years ago, like before you did weight training. I've always right? gone to the gym, but Not, <clears throat> never consistently. Yeah. So it's to go a lot. A lot of people's go-to like for lose weight or get fitter is running, isn't it? But if you've not got much experience in the gym, you don't want to go to a gym. I saw, I suppose, I saw my body changing. Yeah, you can lose weight from running. A lot, like your muscles in your legs, I think. It's a form of exercise. It's defined. But they lie when they say it's easy. It gets easier because it doesn't. One of the things you don't get from running is it doesn't change your body shape in the sense that resistance training does, like weight training. Because it's just burning calories. You might legs might maybe yeah, get yeah. a little bit more toned, and obviously because you're doing lots of running on them. But in the sense that, like, if you want to build a better physique, that's why people go to the gym. Because if you want toned arms and you want toned legs and you want toned shoulders and a toned back, whatever it is, or a toned bum, you're not going to get that from running a hundred miles a week, or if even <laughs> or whatever no, it is, you're just going to burn lots of calories and you get quite you? fit. So look at look at like an athlete, say someone like Mo Farah, a professional runner compared to like say I don't know professional powerlifter they're kind of extremes but in the sense that like the body shape's different you want to kind of you obviously you're not going to be that as, a, as an average Joe you're not going to aim to be a powerlifter or to be like Mo Farah in the Olympics but 
their body shape is a good guide of what they get out of that type of exercise, if that makes sense. So from weight training comes changing in muscle. Uh, it doesn't mean you get massive. So for ladies watching this, don't think if you lift up some weights, you're going to turn into a Arnold Schwarzenegger and start hitting your boyfriend around the house. You're um, <laughs> That takes time. So you're not going to get massive. It does help tone and change shape once you start weightlifting. Can't like you, make for running example. easier, can you? I've tried for months to make running easier, but you can't. I don't mind. Like I said, I don't mind a 5K. Any more, any more than that, I get bored because my attention span's I never got so. bored because the routes are really beautiful around here. Like, I mean, most of you will know where we live and who we are, but some of you don't. It's absolutely it's stunning where we live. There's fields, there's yeah. gorgeous scenery, everything. Like, everything's new. So running for me wasn't boring. It was really difficult. Whereas weight training, if you're struggling, let's say, for example, we spoke about women before, and now your hormones go up and down, and one week you might get a PB, and the next week you're not even doing half of that because you, your hormones, your cycle, so you're struggling. So you might want to drop your weights a bit, so you're still training, you're still feeling good, still lifting. Whereas running... If you're struggling on a running day, you're struggling and it's tough now and you have to walk out. Yeah, to a If you go extent. running on a good day, you just feel a bit better about it or, you know, you might find it a bit well, there's only so You can but only you slow the pace down, can't you? That is literally the only yes, way to Yes, you'd have to walk. So you're not running then, are you? <laughs> well, yeah, you can slow the pace down or you can reduce the distance, whereas like... <laughs> no, 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 not when you're in a running club. You can't. No, but let's say you're on your own. But like compare that to, say, like gym training and weight training or that kind of training. You can you do set then you can have a rest and catch your breath and go again. That's why it's not a lazy way. That's probably not the right way to say, but it's a probably easier way to get results that isn't constant hard work because, like, running is constant running, constant running, constant running. You're constantly out of breath. You're constantly tired. It's a different type of exercise, but you can do a weight train, do a hard set or just do a set have a rest for a minute or two and then go and again. And you can still get good results doing that as well. No one tells you how much it eats this bit. The big thing is, like, if you're massively overweight and you, you want to lose weight, Rude. running... What are you trying to say? No, not you, but anyone who is and wants to lose weight, running is probably one of the worst exercises you can go to because you're so heavy. Every time your feet are the floor, it's just bang, bang through your knees. And obviously, if you're weighing... 17, 18, 9, 20 stone, that's a lot of weight and impact going through your knees on every single step. So even if you do lose weight, by the time you've lost that weight, your knees are shot and you can't do much more. So then sometimes I've seen it where people do loads of running when they're overweight, lose a bit of weight, but the knees are that bad. They stop the running, then they pile the weight back on and then kind of go again. So there's lots of things you can do in the gym or different kinds of exercise that you can do that aren't going to take as much toll on your body you're going to lose weight and get results from it. Um, and you're going to change your body at the same time. So, yeah, that was a... We've not even... We've kind of gone on a bit of a sidetrack there about running, but that wasn't the intention, but, yeah. Yeah, no, it was. You you said about loving exercise, and I said I didn't love... Yeah, you don't love running, yeah. Don't I'm trying to think running. if there's, like... Really I'm not a big fan of running. swimming. I don't like swimming, um, is mine, I would say. Um, well, I only swim when I go on holiday. And that doesn't count as swimming, because you're just playing in the pool. I don't like, don't like getting wet hair in swimming or like when you have a wet body you have to dry yourself off and try to get your leggings on after you've been swimming. So I don't like that, but I don't actually mind swimming when I'm in the pool. Yeah, I find it boring. So for me, the reason why I like, the exercise I like is I like to like sort of intense most of the time, not it, to the point where I hurt myself, but like I like to get in, get it done and get out. Um... 
and I feel like if I do a more than 5k, so I'm doing a big 10k, that takes an hour. So I'm like, oh, that's really boring as well. Swimming, I can't. Be like going to the gym is boring. It's one room. Yeah, but I like for me, boring. music's a big part, so I like having my headphones in. You do that when you um, run. Yeah, that's why I don't mind running. But swimming, for example, you can get waterproof headphones now, but um, they're quite expensive, I think. But I'm not that invested in swimming to, to spend that much money. So, um, or even to be honest, girl looking arms on for it. But yeah, I like music and I like to get in and get out. Uh, but it, like what I'm saying is, like with like doing a 10k, you've got to you've got to set the pace quite slow. Whereas if I do a 5k, I'm, I'm pretty fit to do a 5k. I'm not amazing. I'm not an amazing runner, but I can. I feel like I'm pushing myself harder over a short amount of time, so I feel like I, I prefer that more than going doing a 10k, but going a dead steady pace. I imagine because if that I go too quick, too fast, then from I won't. You being really impatient. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's true. Uh, but also being on a schedule and trying to get an hour in, an hour half, an hour forty five minute workout in, it you know, and not spreading out over two three hours, which I have done before when I've when I've had more time or I'm in the mood. But you don't have to do that. That's not what I'm saying. But you know, if you are on a tight schedule, which most of you will be, it's finding exercise, one, that you enjoy, and two, that you can fit in around your day. Um, and sometimes it comes down to, like, whether you, it takes time to drive to the gym, and then that's going to take time out of your day. Um, you've got to sort all these things out, whether the gym's close to you, etc. So all these things make a difference in terms of committing to exercise. But how do you hate exercise less? How, how do you think? What's your advice on that? Well, don't do the one you don't like. So I don't like running, so I don't do it. Stuff to someone's chasing me because I'm terrible at running. But um, I'm sure you think you start running. If someone was like, I don't know. You're what? Got dodgy ankle and stuff. Your adrenaline would kick in, and you'd be like sprinting, wouldn't you? I'm pretty fit, but I'd struggle running. We tried um, to go for a run once, and you just <laughs> quit. You did like one. I think you did like one k, didn't you? I did one mile. We did a five k. Well, I did a five k, and you did one k, and we we'll go. No, I did one mile. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did one mile. Did that include your walk home, though? No, <laughs> that turned around. Just, she was, I was obviously slowing down because I'm rapid, but she was slow. But oh, I was trying, I was staying at your pace one I time, and you just went, I'm, I'm getting there, I'm, like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> and I just went, right, I'll see, I'll see you later. And, just, and the best thing is, you did 5k, I did a mile, then walked home, which was only a and mile away. And I still away. got home before. And you got home before. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, Terrible. God. But yeah, th- that is an obvious one, which sounds stupid, but don't do exercise that y- <laughs> you hate. Um, the problem that most of you have, maybe listening to this, is especially if you've not done exercise before, if you've done it before and you didn't like it, or any exercise you've done you didn't like, you're thinking that there isn't any exercise that you're going to like. Now, my advice would be, <clears throat> one, choose something that you enjoy. Now, you can't do that if, you don't know what that is, so you have to try different stuff. Obviously, you put yourself in different classes, gyms, whatever, exercise, maybe clubs, playing football, playing squash, I don't know, whatever it is you're into, whatever type of you pick up. Well, you don't know if you haven't tried it. That's what I'm saying, so you have to go out and put yourself in those situations. Obviously, like we spoke about in the last one, it's going to be uncomfortable at first because you're meeting new people, you're doing new things, but we're not going to dwell too much on that, but hopefully we made that clear. If you haven't listened to the last one, go and listen to that because we talk more about the anxiety of going into a gym for the first time. Um, but yeah, you, you have to put yourself into those new environments and try different things to see what you like, and then you can make a more in a few months make a, make a decision on this is what I like doing. I feel like this is a bit more fun. Um, I like the people here, etc. And then again, that long term 
success and progress from exercise happens because you keep turning up because you actually enjoy it not because you drag yourself there for two weeks because you hate it and then quit you're not going to get much out of doing that so we were talking about this just um i read a post and i was saying i read a post on instagram it's actually sorry mcdermott but i was trying to find it just and she has two years old well telling me shut up because i was taking ages trying to find it can't find this other account right and she does have two but there's all this controversy and she deleted it and blah blah anyway i saw it the other day and it said something like um when she was younger her dad says you're not going to love everything but if you know it's going to be good for you you've got to make yourself love it and then you'll succeed in it and she says that stayed with her for life so she said when she went on love island she didn't like weight training she didn't like exercise and then she wanted to get into it so she listened to what her dad said when she was like eight and was like, oh, I'm going to have to love it. And she said, I first started going and I absolutely hated it. She said, I found it really difficult, I found it really hard. I didn't like the environment in the gym. But what she, said, what she did is got herself a really good BT. And then she started asking... BT. PT. Really good BT line. A PT. And then <laughs> started asking loads of questions about it and becoming inquisitive. And she said, the more she went away and sort of researched what it was. So she was asking, why are you making me do this? Why is this important for me? So, so there's a deeper understanding so beca- of what, yeah. what you get so out of So she said it. what she was doing was then, on the face of it, she'd always hated it. But then once she was starting to understand the reason why you do these things and how the science works and how, it, you know, if you're in a calorie deficit, you do this and what looks after your body, what can you do for this, that and the other. She said she started to fall in love with the process and became really passionate about it. And she wanted to learn and more understanding about this it. exercise maybe trains this muscle yeah. or whatever. And she just, um, you know, she got into a food and she started trying making different foods. And that's where this originally, this separate Instagram account came from. And I was saying to you, weren't I? She got, I think she's a little bit emotional. She got quite upset when some snowflake said, oh, you're causing... <laughs> you know, my, you're that snowflake. They were really horrible and said when she was putting these lovely different recipes on to try and help people and she was like, This is my favourite recipe, I thought you might want to try it, blah blah blah. Really nice. They were like, You're causing my anorexia. Yeah, but you're always going to get that on social media. And you? I think, Whatever obviously... Whatever you say, you could... Really upset her because I think she has a following from Love Island, which are primarily quite a lot of young girls. And they were like, you're causing an eating disorder, you've this, that, and then she got quite upset, so she deleted it or changed it or stopped doing food, something like that. Yeah, that's the problem with social media, isn't it? Like, I could probably post a video helping an old woman across the road and someone would comment going, are you filling up that old woman, you sicko? Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's just a typical. <laughs> that's basically what social media is, and you could be the nicest person in the world, and someone will still say you're an idiot. Exactly. So. I think she took it quite to heart, and I think because it's a really, well, it's quite an important issue, isn't it? Eating disorders as well. She didn't want to, even though she was influencing a lot of people in the right way, the few that she was maybe hurting, not trying to hurt, but you know, through eating disorders. Um, she she couldn't take it, so she deleted it. Um, but yeah, back to the point, kind of what you ran about, uh, where you said just, uh, I get that with clients. So some clients just want to come in for the session, and they don't give two shits about what does what, why this does this, don't care. Other clients will be more inquisitive. I'm not saying one 
one gets better results and one doesn't. Sometimes they have a really busy job and they spend all day sorting stuff out and organising stuff so they just want to come in and switch off and don't care. They just know they need to exercise, they need that hour, get that exercise in, they know they need to do it, but they don't care about all these benefits and this and that. Some clients will be like, oh, so if I do this, what does that do? And then why am I doing this? Why are we doing this? What would this do if I did this, etc.? And we'll all be more inquisitive and want to know more. Um, I think that just depends on your personality because that doesn't always mean you get better results. I just think it depends on the job. And most people know you need to do some form of exercise to be healthy. Like, you know, yeah, if you're listening to this, you, you know that. We know that as, as, a, as a race, really. You should be active. You should do some exercise if you want to be healthy, not just for weight loss, but just to live a healthy life and have a healthy heart, lungs, etc., muscles and you know into the old age as well for your joints and everything else but um yeah i forgot what i was saying but in terms of exercise on. for weight loss what people tend to do is go on to what the mate is doing or what is trending or what they've seen on instagram um so you're influenced by external things rather than looking internal and going what would i actually like doing what would i get something out of and what would i be able to commit to whether that's i can just do one day a week to start with of this fitness class that i found and they're all like mums and i'm a mum and we all get on and then we enjoy it or whatever um and then in two months three months you're still going so it's kind of looking internal rather than external would be another tip of just yeah don't follow the trends unless the trend is something that you think you would genuinely like well you can't think you like you gotta try it yeah and it comes back to trying trying different things and seeing if you do but I mean, I've done loads of things like over over the years. And again, because I like exercise, there's not many things that I don't like. Um, but like I said, I'm not a big fan of swimming. Um, but I've done lots of different classes, even myself. Like sometimes I'll go different gyms and go over classes. I started doing a bit of CrossFit, was it last year? Yeah. And I really enjoyed that. I've never done it before. I probably slagged it off a few years ago. But actually, I'd never done it, so I probably shouldn't have slagged it off because actually I really did enjoy it. Um <laughs> And give me me some ideas to things to do on in my classes at my gym. It's not a CrossFit gym, my gym isn't, but it gave me some ideas of, of the structure of classes and stuff. So Well you try and change it. Oh, we're having this conversation the other day, weren't we, about um our gym. You try and change it, you try and make it different, don't you? Yeah. Like make the classes different. So we we're having this conversation like one of the classes is rather quiet and we've swapped it, we've changed it. What we can't change is the day because <laughs> there's only so many days in the week. Like, what is the problem? What is the problem? And you were a bit reluctant, weren't you, to... I'm sure you wouldn't mind me saying. To copy another class, put, not copy, but we already have circuits on a Monday. And I said, why don't we do it on the Wednesday then? Because it goes down so well. It's probably the most popular one yeah. we've got. I don't want to. I, I like doing different things. And I said, yeah, you know, you do different things. So you choose your class and your Thursday class go down. Yeah, and every, they're I think really me, different. I like the variety. Like, I yeah. like the fact that every day is a different class so people have to choose. But the and other also, side of that though, is... they can find a class that they enjoy. So if you really like going to a gym and going to classes, you might not like all the classes that you put yeah. on. So, for example, we did have the killer cardio on a Wednesday and a few people were like, I don't like it, so don't come. It's too hard. End <laughs> <laughs> of... I think it was that hard that it put most people off because we were literally the hardcore ones compared to the other classes, which are you know for the most part full or quite averagely quite busy. Um, And this Wednesday one wasn't, but yeah, I didn't really want to repeat the class. But also the other side is that I I wanted to give people more of what they enjoy. You've got to give the people what they want. So it's yeah. So I'm not. 
So rather than just doing what I want to do, I'm doing what my customers like and giving them more of that. What I told him to do. And advi- <laughs> I was advised by my advisor here. He, she gave I think some sometimes advice. when it's your business, you're so... You're not really tunnel vision, are you? I think you are actually really good at seeing the wider picture. But when you've got an idea of what you want, I don't better want it to now. be... I'm better at it now, I think. Yeah, you're like, I don't want it to be the same class every day, tunnel vision. That is it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm here. I, no, can't have the same classes. And then actually when possibly I might come along and say, but why are you trying to reinvent the wheel? You know, Monday goes down dead well. Loads of people come. They love a circuit. Give them another circuit. And I just saw like this little light bulb come on in his head and he was like... That's probably a good idea, which I kind of oh. knew, but yeah, I just needed someone to tell me It was that. a bit like, well, we've, we've tried, you've tried like, other things. Yeah, I mean... If, like I mean, say, this might not work, yeah. No, we might not. No one come for the next two months. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've worked at a gym before when I used to work at gyms that was literally the same class for the whole month and then they changed that yeah. class. And be like, like, I'm literally talking Monday, every day of the week, same class for the whole month. But a lot of people love that what? because it was repetition busy, yeah. and familiarity with this is stations this, I know yeah. this is this. So so that worked. I didn't want to do that because um, I wanted more variety and to offer different things for different kinds of people um, and, and offer a variety of choices, basically. So everybody's different in what they want, but that's why you have to just go out there and try different things. You might want to do this on a Monday, this on a Wednesday, this on a Friday, or you might love the familiarity of doing the same thing Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, again, all, all people are different. I have clients that love the repetition of stuff, some want more variety. But I think variety is the spice of life. It, that saying helps because for long-term results and just to keep you interested, having that variety and the exercise that you do and the things that you do. But then it's a fine line because you don't want too much variety because if you go, I did running this week, then I did weight training, then I did swimming, then I did biking, you don't really see any progress because every exercise session is completely different weirdly from the last. i don't really like change do i like i'll come in the gym sometimes I'll come, every day i come to the gym do i and we'll get there and i'm in my head i've had this long day at work and i'm like right it's killer cardio tonight or it's fierce friday or whatever i know what it is okay i get there and he's like oh i've changed it tonight and i'm my face i am just i hate it i'm like Oof. The air turns blue. I'm like, oh, I can't even. Why would you do that to me? I've had this day at work. It's been hard. I'm tired. I'm here now. So you are familiarity head, is what you say. In my head, I'm you like, know I know what I'm do. doing today. I've and got it all sorted. And then I get there and he's like, the TV's off for starters. And I'm like, where's the TV off? Why is the TV off? What's he doing? If you don't what know. What she means is the TV. Yeah, the if classes. you don't know what that is, we've got a TV in the corner. And it always lists the class. So even if you're PT when I walk in, because I was coming a bit early, I can see what the class is going to be because the TV's got it all on. And if I come in and the TV's off, the anxiety just goes like through the roof. I'm like, oh my God, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? So I'm looking and I'm thinking, oh, here we go. And he's like, got this whiteboard, the old school whiteboard comes out and it's got like... Well, that's what I had before. A thousand TV, reps yeah. on this. A thousand, this, a hundred of that. exaggerating. This, that and the other. And I'm looking it's at, at it and I'm thinking, oh my God. Thinking, oh my gosh, I don't want to do that. What Sometimes it's fun to just throw something different. I know, see, it? I don't I find it fun. So. I find it really stressful, really stressful. But then when I've done it, I do feel really good, and you know, it's a bit of a variety, and I'm all right yeah. with it. But that initial walk through TV's off stress, don't like it, don't like change. 
I like that it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah. Saturday, and it's exactly what you I'm expecting in my ad. Mm. And I can cope with the variety of the days and the classes. So I know Monday's circuit, it's Tuesday's upper body. I'm all right with all this. It's when I get there and it's not what I think it's going to be. I really, and I've got a face on me, Anta, sometimes. You're like, come on, babe, stop being ridiculous. <laughs> Another kind of this point isn't is, what I wanted. Another kind of point when it comes to choosing your exercise or not hating exercise is um Sorry, I thought I put this some, on Thailand, but it's going mad. And there's some drilling going on as well. So if you can hear that, I apologise. But um I mean apparently not because when I whisper you can't put that up. <laughs> so not the drill. Why are you talking like oh mouse like this? It's, it's still great, in fact. Yeah, it still picks you up. We'll have to obviously when we listen to it back, we'll see. But anyway, my point was that when you look to do exercise, as well as trying to find something that you enjoy, don't just see exercise as a way of burning calories. This is the most common mistake people make because most people start exercise in pursuit of wanting to lose weight. So they think, what is the highest burning, best exercise, best class for fat loss, which there isn't really one. Um, but let's say most people go for, I want to do this because it burns so much calories and I've run around like a lunatic, then I do 20 million of these and then do 20 million burpees and 50,000 star jumps or whatever. Because this burns, I look on my watch and I've done three, 400 calories, which again, isn't accurate, but we'll, we can talk about that another day. But um, I do like my watch. if you were just chasing the amount of calories you burn without thinking about, do you actually enjoy this? You're kind of fighting a losing battle because... Yeah, but maybe they're just enjoying chasing the calories. Maybe that's the buzz they get. Yeah, but what's the pro- what's the progress from there though? You go and you burn loads of calories. Then what's the progress? Consistently burning calories, and I, I assume over time. Yeah, but how can you measure progress other than I've just been X amount? Okay, I can burn an extra few amount of calories. But usually, when you get fitter and lose weight, it's harder to burn calories because there's less of you to burn calories. But yeah, I got that. So actually, the calories probably come down even though you work the same amount. But, yeah, but maybe not to confuse everybody. But someone like me or you or anyone who's like in pretty good shape. Particularly, I mean, I probably could lose a bit of my winter weight now, but not anything major. But maybe that's just like, oh, we see we get into these conversations. Maybe they just want to burn, like, see what the Yeah, it all comes down to what your intention is. But I'm saying if your intention is weight loss, which weight loss, as we know, is about burning calories. Maybe I zoomed out on that bit, sorry. If your intention is weight loss and you just focus on the exercise that burns the most calories and ignore the fact that you might actually, you don't enjoy and ignore the fact that you can't make how can you measure progress what does that go off you know your watch is safe it goes off your heart heart it goes off mainly your heart rate won't it because that's what it measures and your current weight so it'll kind of guesstimate it's not even accurate so i'm not even getting into that it's just not accurate no but what i was just wondering is you can't even if you can't tell how many calories your body burns you can no you can estimate yeah yeah. but even it's still two calorie two three hundred calories out either way you know, based on the research. So it's not even accurate to tell you how much calories you burn. So my advice is just not to worry about that. Maybe one time if, you, if that's what your goal is on that specific session. But as a long-term solution, don't just focus on how many calories you burn in a session. Instead, focus on how can I improve my strength? How can I improve my fitness? So I did, this time I did five sets of squats. The next time I did five sets of squats, but a little bit heavier weight or whatever. That's progress. It's like me and me swimming. Yeah, I did six lengths instead of five. You literally do six lengths. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's so hard. What did, the first time I think I did five lengths of breaststroke, and we were laughing really because I'm nearly three. I'm pretty fit, like pretty fit, and I was thinking, if you doddle. Do say so yourself. Yeah, 
I'm all right. I don't really get out of breath much. I'm all right. She's I was thinking, in all senses of the I was thinking, I'll be all right. Doddle got in the pool and I'm watching this 60 year old woman. No, there was a 60 year old man, and I'd say, even is she like 80? 80 year old. Just glide woman. through the water, didn't it? Oh, no like problem. a boat. She was just like, woo, woo, back and forth. And I was thinking, some of them aren't doddle. like, they don't look like swimmers, do they? they look like, no. They're holding a bit of extra weight, but they just glide through the water. But doddle. it's not a technique, innit? If you're a swimmer, you'll probably know that. I got in. One length. Couldn't breathe at the end. My heart rate had gone through the roof. I was gasping for air. So then I had to swim back just so I could get to the end where I could see the TV and watch a bit of Houses in the Sun, like Home in the Sun or whatever it was, to catch my breath back because I was that exhausted from doing two lengths of breaststroke. So then I eventually made it to five. I did five. Then I come to you in the sun and I was like, I've done five lengths. It took me about half an hour. I was having like a five minute rest between. Yeah, that was job. good because you were proud of that, I suppose, weren't you? But yeah, that's the, the exact point. But then the next time really, I come it? in, I was like, I've done six. And the next time I really pushed the boat out and I did 12. And I've not beat that yet. So what exercise can you find <laughs> that odd. you can, what can you, how can you measure progress other than I've burnt calories and I've lost weight, which is amazing, but... The exercise on itself, how can you measure that you are so getting yeah, better? So, yeah, I was really proud. Performing better. Even though he was laughing at me, that I'd done 12 lengths because I'd never done 12 lengths before. So, I was pleased with that. I don't know how many calories I've been. I didn't really care. Just the fact that I'd done 12 lengths and I'd not died. Yeah. So, try and switch your mind from calories burnt or I've got to do so long and do that this many to, you know, how can I measure that progress and how can I get better at this thing? And, obviously, you've got to... Through repetition of your sessions, like I was saying, you can't do something different every single week because then how are you going to measure the progress? But like, let's say you're doing a squat at a certain weight, then next time you do a squat, can I do an extra rep or an extra weight or an extra couple of reps, whatever it is. And then the other thing is some weeks, like Becky said earlier, ladies, time of the month, or you've just, lads as well, you're tired, you've had a long day at work, you're not going to see progress every single week. So I say this to clients like at, at the beginning, especially with weight training, your strength does increase quite quick, usually in the first kind of eight to 12 weeks for most people. They see quite big increases in strength and performance and fitness. Um, and then it tends to taper off and slow down a little bit. But some weeks you just had a shit night's sleep. You're not feeling good. And you just, you're not as strong that day for those reasons. You're probably not at as well. So some, you're not going to see progress every single week. But if we zoom out and we'll go over kind of a month or two months or three months or 12 months, we can see that progress in the sense of your strength but just think about how are you going to measure that progress so i get a lot of clients to aim for let's work so you can do a full press up a body weight press up this is what we're going to aim for in six months time that you can do a full set of press ups then we're going to go right we're going to do a full set of pull-ups or this is how much i want you to be squatting in six months time and if you do this work repeatedly consistently we will get to that point um and then you it becomes more it becomes more fun because it's like a game and you're getting you're getting results out of it you're not just doing it session by session just aiming to burn as many calories as, as you can so yeah set progress goals i think do you feel like we've covered everything there is there anything kind of else you would I mean, say i'm out? sure there's hundreds of things we yeah but they were yeah. kind of my top tips what kind of come into my head and working with clients i mean and, it's quite easy because i've i do enjoy a lot of different exercises but i do enjoy weight training <laughs> so in summary what have we said i hope we said in summer in summer i love it <laughs> Been outside, walking. Summer's on its way. In summary, we've got try and find something that you enjoy. If you don't know what that is yet, 
try different things, put yourself in different gyms, environments, try different classes, gyms, you know, clubs, whatever it is, try different things and then, you know, do it for a couple of weeks and see if you like it and then mm-hmm. go from there. What else did we say? I think what you said you about um, Zara McDermott's post that she deleted, but... I don't know if she has deleted it, so I don't know. Anyway, if you can find it, tell me, but... <laughs> there has to be a little bit of discipline. So it obviously comes back to the fact that, yes, you have to enjoy it. Will you enjoy it 100% of the time? Probably not, but if you can do it 78 And if you invest in it a little bit, so if you try and understand why you're doing what you're doing or, you know... Yeah, so the intention matters. The intention matters. Mostly it will be, for most of you probably watching this, your intention to start exercise will be to lose weight and probably get fitter and healthier, but mainly to lose weight for most of you. Uh, At at the beginning, as you start getting better, then it shifts and the goalposts change, like it does for a lot of my clients. But... um, your intention matters and, and long-term intention matters. So think about, you know, how can you maintain it long-term? And that comes back to finding something you enjoy. But yeah, a little bit of discipline because you're not going to enjoy it all the time. So just remembering that, you know, some days you don't feel great or you're going to be tired. But if you go into something that you do like doing most of the time, it's not going to be as torturous as dragging yourself to a gym, to a class that you hate with people that you hate in a place that you hate being and it just becomes, you know, there is people really that do that and then that. quit after two weeks and go, exercise isn't for me. It's like, no wonder you just, you know, if you said to me, you know, do something that I hate doing, do swimming for set, or you know, I probably hate it, but... I loved it. And then quit. A but, conversation yeah, I had with one of your clients yesterday was um, about not so much liking the exercise. And she was like, she's had an amazing sort of journey so far. And it's only the beginning, yeah. but she was sort of saying... I said, oh, listen, you were having a conversation with her and her husband, actually, and she was sort of saying, it has been easier. And she says, I come home and I, I've always hated exercise. She says, I've done exercise and I've never stuck to it, done it for a little bit, never enjoyed it. And then I come to your gym and I come home to my husband and I said, why am I enjoying it so much? Why do I love it so much? And her husband turned around and said, because you're with your mates. You're having a, you're having a jolly and a social. So two of the yeah, best friends that, who she works with comes as well. And that's sort of how she ended up coming. And she was saying, I wasn't sort of coming for, and we say this a lot, don't we really? I wasn't sort of coming for the exercise. I was coming to spend an extra 45 minutes an hour with my friends. And as a result of that socialising, I was mm-hmm. doing exercise, which meant, you know, I'm feeling better, I'm feeling extra. So, so I was really enjoying it. I wasn't finding it hard because my mind was sort of like, well, I'm just going to see my mates now, not... I'm going to the gym. Yeah. Even though they both came together. I think we work hard at making the gym, like my gym, not an advertisement, but if you're listening, well, it you're is, not starting. It is very much an advertisement feel if you want to, to start, please, Feel free to start anytime. But we've worked really hard to make sure the gym is a very social place and it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's not just about you've got to do this intense exercise and then go home. It's about, you know, you come, you do what you do, you have a laugh along the way, you talk to your mates and you, and you know, have a social at the same time. And then... Guess what happens? The process becomes enjoyable. What yeah, you just said, exactly. and what Kirsty said, you know, it becomes enjoyable. And then you're before you get, you know, it it does become a lifestyle, which is a cheesy quote, but it does become part of your life because your friends are going, you like going, you do it two or three times a week, and then in six, twelve months time, you go, oh, I hated exercise, now I don't, and it's a big part of my life, and that that comes from the enjoyment side, which can sometimes be the place, well, it big influences the place and the people that you do it with. Yeah. Um, sometimes you even like if you missing hate... it, don't you? Like if you yeah. miss a day, say if your mates are going on that day and you're like, actually, I've got something on today, I've got to go for this appointment. 
when you miss that gym session. Because I get a bit like that sometimes when I can't come to the gym. If I've got things on like work, my parents' evening or, you know, other things. And I can't come to the gym, I'm a bit like, oh, I can't come to the gym. Yeah. And I think you, I you miss of, it a bit. One of the big things I say is if, if you cannot, if you've tried all the stuff that we've talked about and you cannot find exercise that you like, you will be able to find people that you like in a place that you like. Now, if you can take them two boxes, mm-hmm. and even if you do still hate the exercise that you're doing, you'll still enjoy being there because you're, you're surrounded yeah. by people that you like in a place that you feel comfortable in. So that's kind of the boxes I've made sure of takes. I understand that most of my clients don't get up in the morning and want to do that class that day. They want to you know, they want to improve the health and things like that, but it makes it easier coming to a place that they feel comfortable in and we have a bit of a laugh and they've got friends there and you make friends there uh, and then they want to keep coming back. That doesn't happen by accident. No. And that is obviously, you know, what Kirsty was saying wanted. But yeah, yeah I think that it was, those are the summary points. Find something you enjoy. If you can't try different things and try and find a place that you feel like you belong and you fit in. A little bit of discipline. You're not always going to be doing it and feeling amazing. But if you can feel all right 78% of the time, you know, you're going to be stick at it and then get good results. Find something that you can see progression in or aim for progression in, not just the amount of calories you burn. You're not a hamster on a wheel just running around doing exercise class and measuring all the calories you burn. Um, what else did we say? Just find what you enjoy, really. I think that was it, really. And you won't enjoy everything, like me and yeah. money. Yeah, and just be okay with that. If it, that yeah. thing is not for me. Listen, if you don't okay like it, you're one mile in, it's totally all right to just have a strap and yeah, say, Yeah, it's all right to I'm quit on something it. and go and try something else. I think that's a big that's a And do you know what I've learned from that? I've never been on a run with him again. And yeah. I was just like, you go on your own. And like you said, you're still pretty fit and you don't you don't yeah. run at all. You know, you don't never. lie when you see you don't do it. It'd be like for the ice cream man in the summer, but don't run. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think we covered everything. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know, as always, um, if you enjoyed the podcast and share your experiences with whether you hate exercise, whether you did or whether you now don't. Um, any feedback that we get from you, we really enjoy because it gives us good kind of scope of what to talk about You never tell me any of it. I do this um, on the And side. if you're enjoying it, so we will and do more episodes. Says... We also now, this is an advertisement, we are running an event on the 29th of April. So I've just released tickets for that this weekend. We are running a, not another fitness event on 29th of April, which is run by me and Becky. There will be lots of talk about fat loss mindset stuff. We're going to talk about not another fad diet. So how you can get long-term fat loss success and maintain it. Um, We're also going to do live podcast in person with us too inside the gym and you as a live audience where we're going to discuss all your obstacles and barriers to fitness and health. Um, And we're just going to get into those just like a live conversation um, we can chat about them obstacles and kind of overcome them and talk about you know what the solutions are for you and your situation um, and then after that we have a big massive party which we do on all social events so we we've got this time it's a 90s themed after party where basically we just get drunk have food um play lots of party games drinking games um Hence why the event is called Not Another Fitness Event, because I don't get you all eating salad. Because we go for a curry. Sipping water. And then we go for a big curry after. So that is very much kind of what we're about. We, we preach balance and we teach balance. So the events kind of encompass that. And this time I'm really excited because we're actually going to do a podcast on the live event. Which so I'm told. Something we've not done before and I've dragged Becky into. So if you are interested in that, then you can just message me on my social media um, or have a look and there'll be there'll be links and stuff where you can get access to the tickets. It's £20 a ticket, but if you get a ticket in March, 
and get an early bird price with 50% off. You just use the code early bird, you'll get 50% off and you'll get your ticket for just £10. So if that's something you're interested in, go and have a look. And if you don't know where to find me, message me. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. We're going to summarise with Would You Rather. As always, have you got your Would You Rather? <laughs> to do these Would You Rathers. I don't know what I would rather do or not do. I mean, has she ever heard of Google? That's where I get mine from. None of them are appropriate. Okay, just make one up then and see how good you are. Yeah. So she's going to literally Google it now that she really prepares for these stuff, you know. I, I put lots of effort into these podcasts and you just show up, don't you? Well, yeah. What else do I get from this? Hey, everyone likes you. I think everyone likes you. Just show up. I, I prepare what subject we're talking about. Set all the Actually, te- set hang all on. No, up. we sat down today and he says, what do you want to talk about? I, I gave him an option. No, He's like, no, I'm not doing that. So he gave me the list and let me choose what we're talking about. I've got a list of ideas of subjects that I like talking about. So And based Ooh. on kind of what, what clients tell me what they like to talk about as well. But So yeah, go on. Would you rather? What is it? Would you rather? It's not like everyone's waiting for you. No, no just there's actually loads here. <laughs> You probably switched off by now, which I wouldn't blame you. Well, so. only because you've been droning on. <laughs> Would you rather... There's a few. That's a bit boy. Win the lottery or live twice as long? That's a bit of a stupid I one, but... Know, is he? Would you rather live a long life poor? I would say de- every day of the week, win the lottery, because... Would you? Live twice as long... You could live to 100. I suppose if you live twice as long, you could make a lot of money. Or you could live to 50 and just be a millionaire. So you can die. I'd probably say live to 50 and be a... When did you become a millionaire, though? Did you become a millionaire at 48? Well, now. So if you became a millionaire from pretty much, like, say, 20s or when you turned 18 or something... But there's a lot of... But you can die at 50. So if you have kids... You've got a lot of time to enjoy that. You only can see them for, like... 10 years, 15 years. Yeah, but the other side is if you're living twice the, you know, the you length. You're going to die at 15. Kids are going to be grieving. Yeah, but what's the circumstance of living twice as long? Are you poor or are you just like middle class? No, I haven't won the lottery, but I'm not poor. So the life that you live now, well, not, let's just, just say. Just an average life. So we haven't won the lottery, but we're not in any hardship. We're not poor, are we? No. We're, we're um, probably so middle class. So would you rather... Really. Working to middle class. Yeah, would you rather... Rude, if you want to be working class. I'm a, I'm a grafter. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. It's just stupid, the what class system in this country. How would you put yourself in, in what category? What is working does, class? What is middle that? class? Like, is it based on your income? If you know that, let us know. But I think it is something to do with your education and your income. Like, whether you've been to university, whether you earn a certain amount of money. Yeah. I think it is. I've but then, it like, myself. obviously, I could say, well... I grew up in a council house, but then I went to university, so which is that? Well, you were working class, and you're now middle class. doesn't mean you can't flow between Progression. Them. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really care. doesn't change anyway, the amount of money in my bank me, account, does So, it? basically, the life that I have now would have it double the length, but... Again, you, you can win, next win question the lot- is... But then, if you win the lottery, what if it's like 1.5 million and that is it? Well, when do you start deteriorating? Because you do you get like, if I could live double the life how I feel now then I would say, yeah. But if I turn to 80... But you are assuming that when you get to 70, you're not going to live... My nan used to play golf. She was ladies' captain. She was doing everything in the Yeah, 70s. but what I'm saying is it comes back to the quality of life. So you'd rather 20 to 30 than 70 to 80, wouldn't you? 
the, that that quality of life well, is twenty to thirty. Because they've never got to seventy. To maybe well, you ask right. a seventy-year-old what 60. they prefer, <laughs> and he's twenty. He's twenty to thirty. They're not going to go. Oh, I love my seventies. Maybe they're like, I do love my seventies because I'm a bit richer. After work, maybe if you're in really good health, but on an average, most seventy-year-olds are struggling with the health and they're not as fit. Well, I'm hoping all this gym going means I'm not going to struggle. Well, hopefully, yeah, but. If I can live the quality of life that I've got now for an extra, for double that. He told me my would you rather is rubbish and lucky. You haven't got an answer. No, no what I'm saying, it is rubbish because <laughs> there's lots rubbish. of nuance to it. Like, what? You can say, well, what if this? What if that? He needs to be like clean cut. Would you rather this or this? You've well, got what, to choose. I'll know what would you rather be a millionaire and die at 50 or live the life you've got. To I just said, if I've got the quality of life now, then double uh, double the lifespan. Assuming that your quality of life would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't hit 80 and then I've got another 100 years left sitting in a chair going, I'm going to get double the life. Well, you would die if you were like that. No. <laughs> but you know, what I'm saying is you've got no quality of life, but you've got another 100 years. What's the point of that? No, you've only got 100 years. You don't have another 100 well, years. Well, the average lifespan is 80. So if you're saying it's double not, that. It's gone up. Okay, let's just say it's 80. It's now 160, but let's say 60 of them years. No, you're miserable. that's not what I... Is he listening to me? I said you can be a millionaire and die at 50, or you can live a normal life and die at 100. Oh, what Is some people do? To some, any of that? No, you said double the life originally was that, that question. Yeah, so then I said millionaire die at 50, normal life die at 100. Um. Uh, and also, we have video and audio evidence that that is what I said. Well, what do you think? I would probably say, off the top of my head, Die at 100 if I've got uh, this I good quality of life. Because I could probably, yeah. in 100 years, you could work hard enough to make enough money if you wanted to do that. Yeah, but and also a lottery win isn't a lot, is it? Yeah, how big's a lottery win? Another big question, but... Well, average a lottery, lottery win, win you got like, three like... numbers and one ten quid. <laughs> yes. Average lottery wins, what, like 1.5 million, 2 million, unless it's a rollover. Yeah, but... But I mean, it's that's not a lot, a lot of money, is it, this day and age? It's a lot more than I've got now, but... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think yeah. that's it. What would you do? I'd live to hundred. There you go. Yeah. That's what we'd rather do. Thank you for I listening family, and watching. Friends, if you're still watching and you're not switched off by now, um, let us know what you think. Comment, send us a message. Um, yeah, and we appreciate all the five views we get on these on these podcasts. You know what? But we appreciate I don't every single one know. of you. People just come and say, I don't even look anymore. I don't even look. I, don't know. I know some of you. Some of you do enjoy them. So, yeah, thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. Let us know if you've enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time on Not Another Fitness Podcast. Bye.